Hey everyone, welcome back to the Worldview Minute. I'm Pastor Levi Secord. As we continue to now apply the Christian worldview, we're, we're shifting from building the foundations to now we're trying to apply it to specific areas of life. And the best place to begin really is with the self, answering the question, who am I? And this is a question that our society and our day and our age is, is really obsessed with. But the good life is viewed as fig figuring out, finding out, what is the my most authentic me? What is my truest self? And then being able to express that. Uh, Carl Truman calls that expressive individualism. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful term to diagnose what is at the heart of so many people's idea of what the good life is. And we are obsessed with finding that true self, but we seem incapable of finding it. Or even when we do find it, being satisfied in it. We are constantly wandering. We're constantly looking for what is the true me? What is the best version of me? And if we can't find it, we blame everyone uh, but ourselves. I mean, there are a myriad of different tests, personality tests, where we will pay money uh, to people to, to take this test so that they can tell us more about the one thing we want to know more about, me. And the problem, of course, is while you can gather some insights from personality tests, they are just forced categories of um, cookie-cutter kind of ways of looking at an infinitely different and diverse um, human race, as it were. Billions upon billions of people cannot be just categorized into 12 or 24 uh, different personality types. And so we are left wandering with this feeling of alienation. Who am I? Why do I even need to ask the question? I mean, when we think about the question itself, who am I? How do you even answer a question like that? You generally would say your name and then maybe your family or where you were born or, or something like that. But we're trying to ask and answer in a more fundamental question, like what is the deepest version of, of me? And what we are sensing and grappling with is this deep sense of alienation that we have, an alienation we have with creation, with one another, with God, and even with ourselves, that we don't know who we are because we are confused and lost individuals. And Augustine, St. Augustine summarized this well in his book, uh, Confessions, where he tells his own story of faith. He says this, you, this is God, have made us for yourself, and our heart is restless until it finds its rest in you. That is, we will have this restless search for the self until we see ourselves in God, until we can see ourselves in relationship to God, is what I mean, not in God, but in relationship to God. So what you believe about who you are, how you answer that question, who am I, is very important question. This our society gets right. It's very important uh, who you think you are because you bring you with you wherever you go. If you think you're just a highly evolved monkey, that you're going to act certain ways. If you think you're a cosmic accident, you're going to act certain ways. If you think you can build your own identity or build your own reality, you are going to act a certain way. Conversely, if you think your identity is given to you as a good and gracious gift from God, if you see yourself in relationship to God primarily as the foundational truth of who you are, then you're going to act differently. But the problem is, is we've been looking for the good life completely within. If you take God out of the equation, if you remove him from the equation, all you have left to find out who you are is by looking within. And that is what our society tells us to do in a myriad of different ways. And if you want to find out who you are, the best way to do that is to look into yourself. I mean, you think about the absurdity of this for a moment. I'm going to find myself by looking at myself and defining myself by the standard of myself. It's this endless loop. It's this hopeless search. So we have a myriad of different um, slogans that sound so inspirational, but at the bottom, they're, they're meaningless. They're nothingness. To thine own self be true. Tell people 
your truth. Discover who you really are. Look within. Follow your heart. Your heart is never wrong. Well, it's wrong a lot of the times. Be yourself. There's only one you. Care for yourself first. Believe in yourself. I need to find out who I am. If you don't love yourself, nobody else will. If Or you need to find someone who will love you and affirm you for who you really are. That's the only love that really counts. And this is the kind of shallow sloganeering that we're stuck with when we don't have a firm foundation and a firm starting point. Without an external reference point to measure ourselves by and to build a foundation upon, we have a self that becomes meaningless. We build on shifting sand, as Jesus says. If you can't define yourself without looking within yourself as the primary definition of yourself, it's a self-refuting kind of nonsensical way to look at this, look at who you are. And this leads to what is really plaguing our day. And it's a worship of the self. We define God, not uh, instead of us defining ourselves by God, we define God by what we would like him to be by our own standards. And so we start to worship this idea of ourselves, right? Those those who uh, make idols become like their idols. And as we've made our idols into the self, uh, we become more like ourselves and less like God. So if we, if we want to truly know who we are, we need something outside of ourselves. We need an external standard. Because right now, the self, this search for the self that everyone conducts on and we're encouraged to do in so many different ways, is an untethered, unguided, and purposeless search. We turn within to find that meaning, but we can't find it, so we turn further within and further within, and we're always trying to move from one definition of the self to the other. Like we have people who have a hundred different identities and all these other different things that they do is because they've been told their entire life that the greatest good is themselves and that they have to find their truest self, but the only way they can find their truest self is within themselves. And it's, it's madness because the self is not a sufficient reference point unto itself. We need something else besides me, to define me. And Francis Schaeffer summarizes this well. He said this, The dilemma of modern man is simple. He does not know why man has any meaning. He is lost. Man remains a zero. This is the damnation of our generation, the heart of modern man's problem. This is from He is There and He is Not Silent by Francis Schaeffer. The dilemma of modern man is we are told on the one hand, really have to grasp this. We are told on the one hand that man is a nothing. You're a cosmic accident. You're, you're a fluke. You're just a highly evolved animal. You're just a certain arrangement of atoms that will be rearranged differently after you're dead, but there's, there's no lasting you. There's just poof, oh, there's some atoms gathered together and they don't really have meaning. So you have to make that meaning for yourself. And so man is, is told on the one hand, through naturalism and some other things, that he's meaningless. And then on the other hand, you're told this meaningless glob of atoms has to define himself, has to provide his own meaning for himself. And it's a hopeless search. So modern man is left with this angst, this, this unease, as it were, as he tries to figure out who he is. He knows deep down that he's more than an animal. He's more than a rock. He knows that there's something fundamentally different than him, but he's told the only way he can figure that out is by turning further within. And then we get the myriad of absurdities that we have today, where people are inventing identities that are in complete um, contradiction to what is actually there. This is the dilemma of modern man. It is simple. He does not know why he has any meaning. He, he doesn't know what he is. So even though you put out all of these phrases, 
even though you have all of these slogans about how great the self is and you can find your true self and, and live your own truth and all of these things, that man still remains a zero. That the people who are the most given into the search for the true me often become the least stable individuals, the least happy and joyful individuals because they've built their house on shifting sand. And they know deep down that if all my meaning comes from me making it, all my meaning of myself comes from within, then it dies with me and man remains, as Schaefer says, a zero. And so what we are going to do today are in these series of episodes on the self is I'm going to help us conduct this search for the true self. What is my true self? How do I even answer the question, who am I? How do we answer that distinctly as Christians with the foundations we have built? How do I answer that so we can solve the dilemma of modern man and asking, who am I? And first, we're going to start in the next episode by examining some false answers to this question. The common answers that uh, we find in society that are given to people as hope, but that are just fool's gold. And then we will unpack what, what the Christian worldview says about who I am as a human. And then if you're a Christian, also who you are as a Christian. So I encourage you to like, comment, and share. Join us along this journey as we conduct an actual possible search, a, a search for the self that can actually be solved as it is guided through scripture in the Christian faith.